Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Telling frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyperchannel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for February 16th, 2016, we turn on the stream again. And of course, that would be the Star Trek stream coming from Amazon Prime. A while back, we talked about here on Hyperchannel the fact that Star Trek was leaving the Amazon Prime streaming service in February. In fact, it would have been right around now. But suddenly now, the countdown that was being displayed in the Prime interface has disappeared. So it seems that departure is no longer imminent. Does this signal a change in tactic for CBS? Or was the whole thing just something that we fans began to worry about and speculate about in our minds? Well, that's unclear. I haven't seen any definitive statement yet that Amazon actually renewed an agreement with CBS but the removal of the countdown certainly seems to indicate this. If true, it's good news for Star Trek fans who rely on Amazon Prime and other streaming services to get their Trek. My speculation has been that CBS was simply letting agreements with Amazon and also Netflix and Hulu expire leading up to the launch of the new series. This would allow them to funnel Star Trek fans more easily into CBS All Access because not only would they be offering the new series, but they would be offering all the other series commercial-free. They've already been running ads, in fact, that say, every series, every episode, commercial-free. Now, they're still going to be offering that either way, but I think it makes more business sense from the viewpoint of All Access to leverage Star Trek in a way that creates scarcity by making it available exclusively through their service. On the other hand... As Larry Nemechek pointed out on the most recent Ready Room when he and I were talking about this, locking Star Trek away on a paid service that isn't mainstream may not make the best business sense. And by mainstream, I mean that lots of people have Netflix and Hulu, like I do, but All Access, which I don't have right now, is a more specialized portal. When we talk about how the J.J. Abrams films bring new fans into the franchise, viewers who want to explore the past 50 years of content need an easy way to do that. You hear all the time from people who saw the 2009 film, or Into Darkness, but it's usually the 2009 film, that they saw first, and that got them interested in Star Trek. And then they went back, and they started watching the original series, and then they watched TNG and onwards. And they can do that because they already have Netflix, and it's very easy for them to just pull that up and start playing the episodes. If... Star Trek were locked away on All Access, they're going to have to go and actually pay for yet another service. And it's one thing for us diehard fans to say, all right, we'll give you six bucks so we can watch the new series and then we'll get all the other Star Trek as well. But the average person is not necessarily going to do that just to find out if they like all the rest of Star Trek. So This is a standpoint that I really do agree with. I think Larry had a great point there. So it really depends on your perspective. And it depends on the perspective of the CBS executives who are going to make this decision ultimately. Do you look at the short-term benefit? Funneling new people, new subscribers into CBS All Access from the pool of existing Star Trek fans? Or do you look at it as growing the overall fan base for the 
health of the franchise in the long term. So you're going for longevity there and something that you can leverage down the road, not only in streaming subscriptions, but also in other areas of merchandising. So it just depends. It just depends. Now, I know everyone who's listening here right now is on the side of let's keep it everywhere. Let's make it easy to access. And I'm also on that side, but I do try to look at it from the other side as well. But at the end of the day, I say, let's make it easy for people to become fans. So I really do hope that I was wrong in the Hyper Channel from a couple of weeks ago when I said that I think they're going to remove it from everywhere. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am. So anyway, there isn't a lot to the story other than the disappearance of the countdown. So that's everything I have for today. We still don't know for sure what is going on, but it does look better for those who want to keep track on their favorite streaming service. So keep your fingers crossed that that's where we're headed. All right, let me know what you think about this and what you think about the latest developments in the streaming saga. The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right up. You can also hit us up on Twitter. The username for the network is Trek FM, and my personal username is C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. I'd love to talk Star Trek with you there as well. I'm actually more of a Twitter guy myself than a Facebook guy, so please do hit me up there on Twitter. You can also send me an email if you go to our website at trek.fm contact. There's a contact form there. Just choose to send to a show and choose Hyper Channel, and that'll come right over to me. You can also send me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm, and that's the word speak and the word pipe.com slash trekfm. While you're out there, be sure to check out all the other great shows we have here on the network. We have so many podcasts. We have new episodes for you every single day, about three hours of Star Trek talk on most days, in fact. And you can sample all of this as well as our 50th anniversary rewatch show in the Trek FM Complete Master Feed. That contains everything that we do. You can get it all in one feed, or you can also get all of our shows in individual feeds if you like. And you can find these everywhere you get your podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, BlackBerry. You can get the Ready Room on Spotify. You can go to our website and stream or download MP3 files or get the RSS link. And search for Trek.fm in third-party podcatchers as well, and we'll come right on up. And if you enjoyed the things that you hear there, please consider becoming part of the network and supporting us through Patreon. We are a listener-supported network. We do need your help to keep all of this content going. The network will go away if we don't have listener support. We have many listeners who are supporting us through Patreon right now, and it's a huge help, and we really, really appreciate it. We have great perks for you. You can become an associate producer. You can get on mic and talk Star Trek with us on the Patrons Roundtable. You can get access to Patron Zone, where we have wallpapers and ringtones, and sometimes we have early releases of shows. We have all kinds of stuff there as well. You can find out everything that you need to know about this at patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm. And we really thank you for considering supporting the network. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in today. I hope this is good news. It looks like you're going to keep your Star Trek on your favorite streaming service. Well, I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. So until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.